This is the MDRT Podcast. While prospecting, many advisors will meet with multiple clients and potential clients in a casual, food-enhanced setting. How can you make sure these meetings are beneficial, rather than just collecting people who want something for free? Douglas Izzy, Greenville, Maryland. Ozzy Colhagel, Millersville, Maryland. Discuss this during a recent conversation in Bethesda, Maryland. I'm trying to get away from the dinner seminars type of things that they've been doing it. And I'm more focusing on the clients and I'm trying to engage with the clients and friends of the clients. So I do a lot of small group meetings with the client, which it's, I'm using my time more efficiently instead of room full of people you don't know who you are meeting with. Then I'm inviting six people and I have limited that the six people only, then we go out with the six people in a settings, it can be anywhere, it depends on where they want to meet at, then I'm hanging out with them. I'm trying to do like once a week, and so far it's working way better for me than investing more money in towards the mailings and $3,000 dinners, you know, that kind of stuff. I mean, probably, you know, I'm using my marketing budget similar to what I was using, but my rate of return, it's way better because I'm meeting with the people that, similar to people that I already have. What caused you to make that change in approach? I bought this practice from someone else three years ago, and this person was probably the first person starting this dinner seminars in Arundel County and Howard County. He was the first, but now, like, you go... (laughs) any restaurant, everyone is doing the exact same thing. So it's not unique. And the people are knowing and my clients are bringing me like stacks of invitation. Like they get in a month, they get 10 invitations from 10 different people. Everyone is doing the same thing, like dinner here, dinner here, dinner here. Like, so wherever I go, find a new place. The next thing you know, at two months later, they use that, you know, place. That's why I said, I'm not going to do that. And I stopped doing it for the May. April, May, June, July, August, until the September, I said, I'm not doing it. I'm just more focusing on the people, which that's what I was doing 10 years ago. The same thing, exactly. Just meet with the people that you already have as a client that you like. They like mm-hmm. you. They have more willingness to give you referral than any other people that you can meet. My marketing budget probably is around $60,000. So the $60,000 is entailed to seminars and the mailings. The biggest cost is the, obviously the mailings. Dinners are, runs around $2,500 to $4,000. We do like roughly four to six a month. So it's like that comes down to like 60 a month. Instead of doing that, what I do is I'll just take out the six people, myself, and two other team members like nine or ten of us, we just go out in a, maybe a similar restaurant, but it's a closed group. So what happens is, like we just did one in Saturday, we did a crab event with the people. So I was sitting right here, my other member was sitting right there, my other member was sitting right there. And there was one couple right there, two single right here, and one couple right there. We were interacting with each and every one of the people, So the person who brought that people is already a really good client of ours. And high likely that couple 
over there is way more wealth than the people that we already have. And one of the singles is close to what we have with the other client. And the other guy is probably close. So we already make the one appointment. The guy is coming in two weeks. And the other people are in coming, I think, in three weeks. And the third one, either hit or miss. But it doesn't matter because that thing cost me $2,000. All. Because I didn't mail anything. I didn't do anything. It was just a meal, 10 people, $2,000. Rounded up. If I get one person as a client, and based on what I can create from that, my rate of return probably it's going to be 15 to 20 times. Hence, with the dinner, if you look at it, $60,000, I have to bring $300,000 a month from that group all the time. Mm-hmm. I have to, because it's ongoing all the time, which is that's only a five times rate of return. And again, hit or miss, you don't know. The people are like, I don't know how it's in your area, but where I am, like, they know that it was successful, and now everyone is doing it. Right. If you go to Midwest, it's a different story, okay? I have friends in different states. Some of them, they just started doing it. They are meeting with the really, really high quality, nice people. I'm meeting with the people that who just like to come eat. out and eat dinner. <laughs> so... Yeah, I'd rather to stay home. <laughs> you know, spending all that money. Yeah, one thing for me, I never really was a fan of inviting people out to dinner to eat free food and stuff like that. But what I've done, especially starting off and not having that type of budget, and because when you're brand new in the business, <laughs> you're you're barely making it. So what we've done, what I've done a lot is have my clients, existing clients, especially when they like what we've done for them. I say, listen, why don't we have a financial workshop at your house. You can invite your friends over. We'll pay for the food. So get rid of the location so you don't have to pay for the location. Spend $200, have a caterer come in, do some quick, easy stuff, and she'll do the marketing. Have the client send it to her center of influence or her family and friends, and they'll come in for a home presentation. So that's helped out a lot, and we were able to generate a lot of business from that. Because people rather come. Because, you know, just like you have people do armway parties at the house, so why not do a financial party at your house? So for a new rep coming up, thinking about ways to generate business, you already have relationships with people that you know, so why not just have them come over and just do stuff at the home instead of going to a restaurant or anything like that? So that kind of saved us a lot of money from doing it. Now what we do, we do a lot of lunch and learns. We have one actually, and we kind of find a topic that kind of gets people excited to come out. When we're doing this on the 27th of this month, June, it's going to be on showing them how to use life insurance to rebuild their credit. So people are like, well, how do I do that? How can I use life insurance to rebuild my credit? So that gets them excited. And so they're registering. It's a free event. We provide lunch. And what I've done is have all my reps. Everybody, if you have a guest coming, once we total all the people, and everybody chips in. So it's less expensive when you have a team putting the money together. And we find a local restaurant, we customize the menu, and they have them delivered at our conference room in our office. So we do it right in our office so we could have about 40 people. The last one we did was very successful. One of my, he's a CPA, and he's also a financial advisor with me. So he just invited a bunch of folks, and it cost them $7 per person that came for the food. And we had about 25 people that showed up. And what he did that was unique is he sent out 
the menu and say, listen, pick, <laughs> pick the food you want and got them to come in. Because now they picked what they wanted, they said, and he let them know, I'm paying for this food. So people came just to eat, but then we delivered information that they needed. And so he's writing a bunch of business for me. So those kind of things are something that we've been doing now that kind of helps. Are you constantly reviewing what you do and what benefits come from that? Let's say you're a client of mine and you like the information I provided. So there's two things I could do. You could either give me referrals right, of people that you know, or you could say, you know what, I'm just going to have an out, say, why don't you just have your family and friends come over for a financial discussion session? So they know it's a financial discussion. By the way, we're going to feed you as well. So people want to eat. I mean, they don't eat right away when they get in. We're going to do a financial discussion, and you're not going to get everybody, but you're going to get the ones that are serious and are ready to move forward. So it's just, but it saves you a lot of time because we still got to market our business, we still got to talk to people. So it's just a lot easier to get folks in your house that if you give me 10 lists of people that you know, and then I start calling them, it's not the same because now I'm trying to get into, oh yeah, I met with Matt and blah, blah, blah. Well, I'm, I'm good. But if Matt invites them to the house, the ones that are serious will show up and they want, because most people, People never talk about money, especially a lot of families. They don't discuss money in the kitchen table. But now they will discuss it. That one day, they'll come out, sit down, and, and network, and just have you get eat some food as well, and then get to get some financial education on topics that you've not heard on the TV or on the radio. So it helps out a lot, and it's been working since we've been doing it. Is there a psychological difference between a friend inviting you to their house where you know it's more than food as opposed to being taken out for a free dinner where you may brush off any other elements that come with it? What we do is quite different than what he does. In what I'm doing, I'm opposed to doing anything to do with the business whatsoever. And the people know that. Like, we did one event. This was the request of the client, actually, that it was right before the Christmas and we told them that we know the concept, that's what we are doing, and if they would like to participate. And they said, well, we'd love to do that, but why don't we do this? I mean, why don't we do something like a wine and dine in our house? I said, sure. I said, like, what we can do is we can pick up the, some catering, the food, the wines and everything. They said, well, that's great. One of our friends is from LA, and he'll tell you what to get as the wine, and this is the place that we usually go with our friends. So what we did is we called up, we ordered the food, and we picked up the wine. We went to their house. It was a little more than what I was anticipating as people-wise, because everything comes from the experience. You don't want too many people in the social gathering. There's a reason, because you can't spend so much time with the one person, and you want to focus on the person. So. My thing is, if we are three, we usually three. If we are three people, me and the other two advisors, or me and the three other advisors, if we are four, so we can handle like probably six couples. Because again, you can meet with the more people, but that takes the purpose away because then the people started talking to each other. Then you can be excluded from the conversation. So we don't talk about business whatsoever. There is nothing about the business. 
So, like example, like Saturday when we did it, the guy was so I don't think they were really explaining it to them properly and say, so when is the spiel coming? And we said, what spiel? Well, you guys have invited us, yeah, because you are friends with Jim. That's why we invited you here, because we like Jim, Jim likes us, we just appreciate the Oh, really? I said, no business? No. And don't even ask me about the business, because I will not answer. If you want to know, you can, you're more than welcome to come to our office, but we're not here to talk about the business. We're just here to socialize, say thank you to Jim and your friends. He thinks that you guys are have value to his life, and he thinks that we might be maybe good fit for each other in one day if the time comes up, and we want you to know who we are. That's it. And so that's a little different than what he does, because it's just, that's to me, it's not my clientele that what I'm trying to do. What I'm doing, I can do with the same client over and over and over again. Because I can do gym with two people, gym with three people, gym with four people. Instead of the gym inviting 10 people for one time, and he's not going to do the same thing at his house again. Like you go there, you have one hour to do the presentation, and after that the food. It's like, it's tough. Obviously there's a success right there. It's just like my, not really my clientele. My clientele is quite different. So they're so laid back, relaxed people, and like usually age over 60s, and they like to hang out. That's what they like, and you know, that's what I take them out. Like I have different type of events for different type of people. I have events for the people at the Prickness. I'll take them to Prickness. I'll go with them, like again, five people. We go to Prickness, we have a small booth. There is food, all that kind of stuff. If you want to bet, there's a betting machine right there. But I'm not doing it for 18 people because I cannot control. Right. Again, this has all come from the experience. <laughs> I did with the 18 people. I did with 28 people. And I lost the whole thing because I didn't spend enough time. When I first started with the MDRT, they told me to hire the coach, and I hired the coach. And that coach was taught me a lot how to do the events, and that's why he had a limit of 18. The limit he had 18 was like, you should spend at least five minutes for each and every person, and the event shouldn't be more than one and a half hours. But after the experience I found out, 18 is not a good enough number, because it's for one person it's way too much. You're just wasting your time and your money. My thing is, it's a lot easier to just meet with a group of people and do the presentation one time, get it, and then set appointments. I'll give you an example. I had an event at a church. They had about, the pastor actually asked me to come in and speak on a Sunday because he became a client and he pastors a church. And he said, listen, the information you've shared with me is so critical that I need all my congregation to hear this. And I want you to present two Sundays. I'm not going to preach. I'm going to have you present. I'm just going to do my regular stuff, and then I'll have you present. So it was two Sundays. I went in, and I did my presentation, and we had about 75 folks. Actually, the whole church, we had the folks come in, and one of the members, a young girl, her mom didn't come that Sunday. So I had the next presentation the next Sunday. So I presented again, and she told she went home, told her mom, you need to come be here. You missed out, blah, blah. So we went, did it, 
and they fill out a survey. Everybody fills out a survey for me to meet with them during the week. So the lady called. She came. She said, oh, I missed you last Sunday, but I made sure I showed up because my daughter, 16 years old, said, you got to be here because you need to hear this gentleman speak. She said, I want you to meet with me and my business partner, and I want you to come to our office. I said, okay, cool. So this was in Florida, and we went. I met with them and ended up riding close to over $300,000 in life insurance premium from just those, the couple, the two business partners. Did some executive bonus plan for them and all that. They own four companies. So those are the kind of things. And another church I did, same similar seminar with. They did everything during the week. And we had about, we did over $80,000 in business in one week. So my thing is, I mean, it didn't cost me any money to do the event. All it was was just a relationship with the people, that, the decision makers, and they open up their audience to you. And you go in and you do your thing. I believe when you provide the knowledge, people that are serious will do business with you. And at the end of the day, we all, we're looking for the goal, which is the premium. We wrote a bunch of annuities. We wrote a bunch of life sales. There's some estate planning as well. So it's just for a person, because there's a lot of producers that spend a lot of money in doing seminars and stuff, which is great. You could do whatever works. If you don't need to spend the money and just still do the same thing, you know, why not? Thanks for listening to this month's episode. If you'd like to subscribe, find us on iTunes at MDRT Podcast. See you next time.